What's up? It's Sammy, the Spanish Cacabara, and you, yes, you, right now, are listening to Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Welcome to episode 20 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Hello, everyone. I'm Hector, and I'm here with the heel of heels, <laughs> Raymond. Yes, absolutely. Happy to return. Hector gave me that emergency phone call. with Raymond. We need you on this show. Please come back. The Rays are plumbing team. I don't know what to do without you, so here I am. <laughs> and there is no proof of that phone call or text, <laughs> but we'll go. We'll go on with that story. Um, SummerSlam weekend. Yes, um, it was. Before we we run down the matches. Um, let's give it an overall rating of SummerSlam 2023. I'll let you go first. Between one, what? Uh, one, between one, one, one being one being bad and ten being a great show. I'm gonna give it like a eight. A eight? Okay, that's high. That's way higher than what I was thinking. I was thinking of a, of a five just to be nice. I could definitely give it a three or a four. I was, I don't know. I was um, disappointed. Um, my favorite match. You just wanted Bray. No, I wouldn't even take Bray. I mean, I was expecting a a surprise, not not the surprise we got, which we'll get to it. Uh, like I was a big return, and I know the Rock thing is a whole f- crazy fantasy that people have, including me. The Bray would have been nice, but um. Yeah, my favorite match was um, Cody and Brock. But for me, that was the best match of the night. If I knew what was going to happen the rest of the time, I think I would have went for a walk or whatever. But um, I wasn't happy with anything else. The And that's just my opinion. From what I've seen on social media, it's, it looks like it's 50-50. Some people loved it, and some people didn't like it. And these are people that watch it at home and people that went to the event. It's all fifty fifty, but um, yeah, the the Logan Paul fight and Ricochet, eh? I expected something like wow. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get wowed. I thought the Ronda and Shayna fight was sloppy. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you know what? Let's start from the beginning. I'm sorry before I go. That I get, I, I give it a five to be nice. So. Let's start off with the first match, which was what everybody kind of had the idea, was Logan Paul and Ricochet. And the only reason it was the first match was because Logan Paul was trying to catch a flight to his brother's fight from Detroit to Dallas. Did he Did he make it? I didn't even, I didn't even follow through. Yeah, I think I heard that he made it. But let me tell you something. In my opinion, I think that was going to be the first match anyway. Oh, yeah? This happened to luck out. I, I thought it was the Battle Royal. I thought you start off with the Battle yeah, Royal. Nah. But... I, I I, uh, I saw it. Anyway, yeah. All I got to see was he got to um, he got like the police escort rushed into his jet, but I didn't get to see if he walked his brother out, whatever. And that's another disappointment too. I was hoping for Nate Diaz, but <laughs> he looked out of it. Um. Anyway, um. So we got that fight. Um. What do you thought? What did you think about that match? I mean, it it was a good match as far as like um. It was. Let me rephrase that. It wasn't a good. It was what you would expect match. It was one of those matches that you get. You're getting what you expect. I guess. Um, it was high flying. It was you know all that stuff. And 
as you kind of pointed out several times over the show that uh, Logan Paul needed to win, and he got it. Right. So, I mean, overall, I'd give that match like a C. If I had to give a grade on that one, that would be a C. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, de- I'm definitely, probably not today. I could, tomorrow will be a good day. I'm going to watch it all over again, see if I missed anything. Because I was, towards the ending on the maybe third hour, I was like not into it at all. And just looking for something to keep me busy. But, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> and SummerSlam means a lot to me. And if we want to get personal, SummerSlam 88, that's, I'm going to show my age. SummerSlam 88 was the first wrestling event I've ever gone to. It was a big thing in New York, at Madison Square Garden. It was a big summer event. My mom said, hey, we, we watch wrestling it's a big event. Let's go. Hey, I'm a little kid. I'm going. And it was a great experience for me and my, my mom. It was SummerSlam 88, the first one, the Mega Powers. Um, my mother even put the extra effort and asked, I think she asked a security guard. This is way back. A security guard or somebody in the audience that was talking to us. Oh, how do we, how can we meet wrestlers? And they told us the back about the back exit at the garden and everything. And we went back there and it was a whole, we, we thought we were going to be the only ones. We thought we got some top secret. <laughs> we got some top secret. We were like, oh, we're going to go meet some wrestlers. And we went back there. And everybody from Madison Square Garden was back there. And I swear they sent out, I don't know if it was on purpose, whatever, from the the doors that opened, a lookalike of Hulk Hogan. It wasn't Hogan, but it was a lookalike. And everybody bum rushed him. So my mom was like, that's not Hogan. Let's step back. And she grabbed my hand. We're stepping back, walking backwards. It's like a movie. We're walking backwards, and we we hit a wall. <laughs> As we're walking back, we hit a wall. Boom. And we turn around, and we look. It's the Ultimate Warrior. So I don't know they did this on purpose. Like, oh, everyone okay. followed this fake Hogan, and the wrestlers are coming out. But, yeah, we ended up bumping to Hogan. I mean, to Warrior. And I remember he had a blue duffel bag. And now thinking that's probably the title belt that he just won from Honky Talk Man. It was probably in that duffel bag. And yeah, that was, that's my SummerSlam '88 experience, and nothing's gonna beat it. And so take me back to '88 because I didn't like 2023. But yeah, that, <laughs> that's my little quick story about SummerSlam. So it means a lot to me. So I've I've gone to a few SummerSlams since, and it's a great experience. This one I was very close to going. I'm glad I did it because I would have been very upset on that plane ride back. Even though I'm still wearing my Bloodline shirt today. <laughs> anyway, next match, which was, if I could recall, was uh, the, the Battle Royale? No. Was the Battle Royale the next match? Uh, uh, no, 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 the second match was on my favorite yeah. match. I'm sorry. It was on Cody. Cody and Brock was the second match. Um, I loved it. it um, you know what? It was probably the only match that I had no idea who was going to win. I wanted Cody to win. It made sense for Cody to win. But the way that match was, like, damn, Brock is like... Got him like a ragdoll. And, yeah, and, but but I kept on thinking, no, it's hard times, baby. It is hard times. Cody has to get his ass kicked, and somehow he's going to get a clean win on Brock. Um, Cody got the win. Great match. I thought the mother would be involved in somehow, but she wasn't. So it was a nice, clean match. Um, the ending of the match was awesome. Brock definitely came out of character. Because even Triple H at the press conference said that that was not planned. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was not planned. They did not expect that. I don't know if that kind of ruins Brock's image of being this beast. Because he sh- showed the kind of soft side. He has finally respect for somebody. Because I don't even think he's done that with Undertaker. 
maybe maybe in the nineties, no. maybe in the, maybe in the nineties or something. But like now, especially after a match of of going all out, maybe when you're a tag team partner or something like that. But yeah, I've never, I can't recall any time like that. So just for him coming out of character, there are rumors now. I've seen already. Is it his retirement match? Is he coming back? I mean, if he does come back, hey, it it, it won't be to January or to or April. I don't I don't think we see Brock until January at least. And if we don't see him in January, then we'll definitely see him around next um, SummerSlam. But, um, yeah, you, any um, input from you from that match? I mean, it was a great match. I love the fact that uh, Brock Lesnar was trying to keep him outside and do Cody the favor of having him get counted out. And yes. Cody was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, nope, I'm getting in here. I'm going to get my win. Um I'm sorry. Wait, I'm sorry. It shows that. Wait, wait. I'm so sorry to cut you off. Cause I, 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 I saw, I saw that. I noticed that, and I just skipped that part. And I'm glad you noticed it. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people skipped that part too. Like that. That's a little story right there. It's a story within a story. And people that might not understand that, like, okay, they're just killing time. No, that's just trying to show, like, I'm a badass, and I'm just gonna try to let you live. Cause he even tells the mother, like, tell him to stay down. So it's like that. I'm so sorry, but go. Yeah, yeah, no, because because there was a few times Brock was like, you know, do yourself a favor, Cody. Just do yourself a favor and stay down. Just stay down. And Cody, like you said, hard times had to you know prevail and get that victory. So for me, I think this was a, definitely an A plus match. Um, probably like the show stealer of the night, if you will, but definitely a great match on that one. Yes. And then we're going into um, the battle royal now. With a surprise entry of Omos. Um, what they do? And honestly, they really need to do something with Omos. They need to. It is. This is a new Omos. He's been, been training and talking. Deeply conversations with the Undertaker. So he's learning how to be the real big man. Um, talking about... Okay, I, I know I'm going to keep cutting off. But since this episode is only about SummerSlam. I guess we could go off a little. Um, going back to my... Training time with John Cena. After the, the uh, I've talked about this briefly, but after the training session with, with John Cena was probably the best, mo- one of my best moments has to do with wrestling because after that we went to the bar after Monday Night Raw and it was me. I always remember it was me, Cena, a referee, the referee's daughter. Um, they end up calling um the Great Kali to come join us, and Great Kali is sitting on the table with us and he's just a big giant. The bowl of peanuts. I remember he couldn't pick a peanut up. So he grabs the whole bowl, and that's how he eats the peanuts from the bar and everything. Um, somebody else was there. Anyway, while we're all talking, mingling, watching the sports center and everything, um, JR comes up to Well, not to me. Comes up to uh, Gray Kali and tells him that he had a great match that night on Monday Night Raw, but was like basically telling him, you're a giant. You don't have to overdo it. He was like, you chopped the guy. I don't remember whose opponent it was, but he basically chopped the guy, I think, over the head like three times. He's like, you only do it one time. You're a giant. So, like, a lot of these people don't understand. Like, you're a giant. You shouldn't have to do everything what everyone else is doing. Like, you hit them once, they're out. You shouldn't have to hit them three, four. So, I'm just trying to say, like, maybe Undertaker could give Omas the little tidbits of you're a giant. You do this. You don't have to do what everyone else does. You, you shouldn't be hitting somebody four times. One chop of yours is, like, ten shots from Sheamus. So it should be like that. So that's a, li- a little tidbit like that. I'm not trying to brag or nothing. But yeah, so a lot of these big guys don't understand that. They see wrestling. They watch wrestling. They like wrestling. They're like, okay, I'm going to do all of these moves and tricks. When you're a giant, you don't have to. 
one chop from that person should knock a normal person out. So, so if he does it to there's a, my frustration with Omos. Yeah, so if he does it to uh, Seth Rollins or Drew McIntyre, they should he's not going to knock them out, but they should look very winded. And that's the whole thing about selling it too. But also, no, I'm a giant. Like, don't if if you don't sell my stuff, I'm gonna hit, the next one's gonna be harder. This is why God didn't make me seven feet tall. Because <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna chop you and you, you're going to sell it. You're going to act like you got hit by God. And if you don't, the next one's gonna feel like the devil. Because you're just gonna feel like you're in hell. So that's how it's supposed to be. Sell it and make it look sell you're fighting a giant. Which is what I also hate too, because it's if you're the only giant, it's hard for you to get like that like I said with the other take, get the title or whatever, because you're not supposed to be beaten. Like you have to look like you have a weak spot or something. So anyway. But anyway, he joined the Battle Royal. It went back and forth. Um, LA Knight, of course, yeah, was in it. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is my LA Knight. Um, LA Knight won the Battle Royal. My situation with LA Knight is um, I love his promos. I love his look. I'm, he still hasn't, just me, he hasn't sold me on wrestling. I, I, just, I just didn't... I did like when he jumped to the top turnbuckle, and that, and I don't think that's his fault. I just think it's the time that he's gotten, the, the spots he's gotten on SmackDown. I mean, he had a big losing streak, so they wasn't really saying, "Hey, you're gonna win, you're gonna do your finisher this way." This part was probably his his best time of of showing what he had. I'm hoping to see a lot more, so maybe that's why he he didn't get a title shot yet. We get to see a lot more of him winning matches and showing what he could do really. Because right now, I don't, I haven't seen it. Because the Money in the Bank and right now the Battle Royal, you got to see a little, but nothing to be like, oh, wow, he's such a great wrestler. And I can't wait for this like that. No, I can't wait till he grabs that microphone. I can't wait till he, he cuts a promo on this person. Or if he has a fight with this person, he's going to have a great promo. But I'm not saying, oh, I can't wait to see that match. Not yet. My opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. I know that um, I think one of the, which we'll kind of go back to the, the Battle Royal in a moment, but... One of the things I had, the one issue I had with the uh, Summer Simon was very predictable. And that one was one of the matches that was quite predictable where it's like, okay, LA Knight is going to get this one. With LA Knight, um, I don't know if they used that because they had so many different former champions in that. Sheamus, AJ, that's the name, like two off the top of my head, uh, The Miz. To help show like, hey, he was in there with the best of the best. And still managed to win, so I definitely think it's a stepping stone. I think this is going to be the, the the official start of the run of LA Knight because um, they're going to start pinning with those bigger people now. I think, in my opinion, right? I, I hope so. And um, I was watching some of them, and I was like, um, I hope they, they didn't announce this, this is just like a battle royal to collect a check. <laughs> they didn't announce like, hey, the winner of this battle royal is gonna be no one contender for, at Payback or Raw or SmackDown or anything. They didn't say anything. So in my head, I'm like, at least get a Slim Jim commercial. And then eventually, <laughs> boom, Slim Jim commercial. I'm like, please let it be LA Knight and it's Bianca. I'm like, fuck. And then we see Macho Man. And then LA Knight comes out, which I thought was perfect. I don't mind seeing him in the future just doing Slim Jim commercials by himself and saying, yeah. <laughs> Snap into a Slim Jim. Yeah, that works for me. And I'm sure Kevin Nash and other people will get mad and say he's biting off of Macho Man. But the way they put the Macho Man still on the screen was perfect. So there's no copying. We're still respecting Macho Man. 
but it's a little of the past and the future meeting. So it was perfect. So that's why he got yeah, that, win, that, that, winning. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was definitely a good commercial. I saw that. I was like, I like this commercial. It was a yeah. really good commercial. Yeah. So, yeah. And like, like you said, a little treatment to Macho Man. That was awesome. I love that. Yeah, because if, if you didn't have, if you don't put Macho Man in that, in that commercial and you have Ellie Knight going, yeah, people who don't know about wrestling and they just know this guy's going, yeah. And they're like, oh, Macho Man used to go, oh, yeah. And he's just saying, yeah, he's a copycat. And once again, he's screwed. Because now he's copied off of The Rock. <laughs> Uh, Stone Cold, a little big flair. Now he's copied off of Macho Man. He's just one big copycat. So I'm so happy that Macho Man and Ellie Knight was in the commercial. So now it doesn't look like a copycat. It just looks like, for well, for real wrestling fans, it's going to look like past and present now. But, okay. Moving on down, we get... Oh, wait. I do want to talk. I did see, we saw, like, a little part of it. I would love to know if there's going to be a future of it, of The Miz and um, Grayson Walter. Walter. I mean, well, yeah, I, I, they had like a little like stare at each other, like, cause they helped each other for like, for like, for the two opponents. And, um, if they could somehow become a tag team or something, two cocky guys together, just their attitude, I think it'd be great chemistry, but that's just me far fetching from a little 30 second thing I saw at the battle royal. But, um, after that we go into the, I didn't expect this match to be any good. I, I mean, I want it to be good. But it's the Shayna versus Ronda. I'm gonna be honest with you, this one was one of those matches like go get your popcorn. Yeah, I was gonna say the bathroom, the bathroom break. Um, Honestly, I watched, I, I watched it, and I just because I was, I don't know, just because it was the MMA rules and all of that, it just you can't do it. It's hard to if you're a real fighter too, like that. I think this is um, Gabe Stevenson's issue too. I think when if you're a real fighter and you want to have to. Sl- Hold back, it's it makes it look really fake, or it just makes you look out of fake or sloppy or something because you can't really go through. You wanna like oh MMA, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you like all, all my might, but and then you have to hold back that last second because you don't want to knock the person out. And then it's like oh okay, you, you didn't sell it. It's hard. So yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. Let's see what I happens to Shayna. Yeah, I mean I'm happy for Shayna because Shayna needed that yeah. right because she's been. She was, she was on her way to being a natty, you yeah. know, yeah. where can't perform but wasn't getting any wins. So she needed that win. And yeah. I think because Rodna and Rousey is on her way out for a little bit, so they need someone to take her place. And that's a good way to kind of put her on that pedestal. Well, I always thought that I, too. When, when, when Shayna was in matches, I was like, Shayna could kill these people if she wanted to. And, and she's losing, and she looks horrible losing – that's what I'm trying to say. It's so hard to be a real badass because, I mean, thank God Shayna understands the business. She loves wrestling because she doesn't have to lose any matches if she wanted to. But thank God she got the win, and not only the win, she put Ronda to sleep. That's a that's a big thing. So real, fake, whatever you want to call it, it's a bigger um, thing to say. I put Ronda to sleep because no one really does that. But okay. Yeah, and then, that, but then my thing too with this, because I can hear almost hear Dana White, like, this is such bullshit. Uh, and also, like, I don't know what that does for, you know, because again, it is wrestling, sports entertainment, but like Ronda Rousey does go back to USC, which is to quote the rumor right now. Does that impact her in any way? Because, you know, um, I, that performance, basically. The old school with 
Vince in charge, Ronda goes back to UFC and loses. It hurts her image and her stock and everything. And maybe Vince doesn't want her back. With um, Triple H and every anybody else in charge, I don't know. Make since now it's a UFC family, we're like the stepchild of UFC. So um, I don't know if I'm, I'm assuming she she's always gonna have a home in WWE. I just know that in the old way, in, with Vince, no, you're gonna leave and do something. You're gonna even though you're not under contract, you're gonna look good because you, you're planning to come back. You go there and you get your ass kicked for one fight, two fights. I think that was the issue with Brock too. You don't you don't want to be going back and forth. You're getting your ass kicked there, so you're gonna come over here and be champion. No, you gotta be a badass everywhere, because then it looks like okay, you can't handle in the real in the real stuff, but then when you come over here, you're you're kicking everybody's ass and you're undisputed champion. No, so you can't do that. You're gonna go out there, you're gonna kick ass, do your thing, and then come back here and and look good. So Ronda is planning to go back to UFC, which is just a rumor. She just might want some time off because she's Ronda. But um, yeah, and she is a mother. I yeah, spend time with her child. Yeah, so, but. I'm just hoping that they 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 don't do Baszler dirty because you know she did lose to quite a few people and you know hopefully this kind of straightens that line out a bit so hopefully they do something with her because if they don't then it's like what was the point of this match? <laughs> exactly. We're moving on to Drew McIntyre fighting for the Intercontinental. Ooh. I was um. Part of, a part of me was thinking Drew would win, but then I kept, they kept on talking about how close he is to Honky Tonk Man. As soon as Michael Cole said that in the match, I was like, "There's no way he loses now." I was, yeah. I was like, "There's no Damn way it. my man Walter <laughs> is gonna lose his title." As soon as you say he's, I think thirty five, forty. I think it was thirty five days until he breaks Honky Tonk Man record and he becomes the number one. And breaks the record. I mean, so I was like, yeah. As soon as you said that, I was like, okay, that's it. Drew's losing. But yeah, I thought this was going to be the match of the night. It wasn't. I still say Cody was. Uh, good match. But um, I felt like the even though they had an extra opponent with Sheamus, the match at WrestleMania was way better. So. Oh, yeah. Be. I think uh, that compared to, yeah, I think the WrestleMania match. But, the, you know, because you, diff- you have three different styles. So that's why I probably... It up a little bit. Well, not only the, the uh, size, I think it was like more um, brutality. It was like, Jesus, like he's trying to take his head off. This one, I didn't feel like it. It felt a little sloppy. And just, I didn't, even like the chops, I just felt like the ones the ones at WrestleMania was like, you could hear them. I don't know, it was because of the arena, because they had a roof. This one um, at WrestleMania didn't have a roof. I don't know. Just the sound effects of the chops and the clotheslines. It's just, it wasn't like for me to go, oh my God. There was no oh my God moment there. So, <laughs> yeah, but it was a good match. I uh, I was kind of uh, Gunther winning. I was kind of because I was thinking that the way they brought Drew in that Drew was going to win. Right. But then uh, when he won it, I was like, wow. Yeah, that says a lot about Drew because it's like his big return back and don't win the title. Where do you go? I'm saying he has to get frustrated and we get evil Drew eventually. If not, I don't know. I think now it's going to happen because Evil Drew has to come back because he has to, you know, redeem himself. Yeah, I want to see Evil Drew. Or just... blame us. He's got, I want him to blame us. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's your fault. I'll take it. I got soft. Yeah. Especially now that a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people have been like meeting him at airports and all you hear is he's such a nice guy. He's such a nice guy. No more nice guy. 
I want old Drew back with the hair in his face, and he steps up to you, doesn't say a word, his head bumps you. I want that Drew back. Not the Jew with the freaking coming with a sword and... No. Leave the fucking sword at home. Come kick ass and leave. And that's it. Um, I don't know if he needs to join the Vikings or he needs to join somebody. But we th- we need a new version of Jew. Um, after that is the uh, Seth Rollins versus Finn. For the world heavyweight title. I don't um, care for this match. Huh? Very sloppy in some points. It was, it was kind uh, of sloppy I, in some I points. Think, I, think the, I think that's the main word. Sloppy and disappointment. In, for the whole summer stance point twenty twenty three. Jesus. Um it, it was it was a good match but also sloppy. I was part of me wanted and thought Finn will win. And then what will happen after that, it, we could go anywhere. But um yeah, I thought Finn will win. But Seth end, ends up keeping the title. I hated the whole idea of, of Damian Priest showing up before the, the match ended. I would prefer if he came like after the bell, pretend or let something happen. But to interfere in the match and all of that, I don't know. I just, I'm not, for, I'm not interested in the Money in the Bank right now when it comes to the men's because I, when I see him coming out right now, it's just not doing it for me. And I'm usually very excited when somebody comes up, like, oh, he's going to catch in. When David Priest comes out, it's just like, oh, why is he going to interrupt this match? Like, <laughs> it's, the, it's the wrong feeling you're supposed to have when you see that briefcase, but that's the feeling I personally have when especially last night when him he came out and I saw the the audience stand up and I'm like oh Damien Priest is coming out and the camera zoomed in on him and I was like yep this is stupid so let's find out on Monday what the spin battle say and I think even though even that ending it, it would have been better if they would have made it more like it was um Damien Priest's fort because I don't think it was his fort he, he, Finn Balor is the one that crawled to the briefcase he didn't have to crawl and leave his head there to get stomped. So I don't, I don't, I'm sure somehow Finn is going to blame this on Damien Priest, and we might have a little issue again with the Judgment Day. I don't see it how it was Damien Priest fought, but he just shouldn't have been there at all. Maybe that's the issue. Um, your mommy was there. Um, oh yes, mommy. <laughs> your mommy but was yeah. there. Um, um, I don't like her her hairstyle for last night, but I, I just wanted to bring her up because she 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 um took some nice photos of herself. At the in her hotel room, I believe there's like two of them. I, I just oh. thought, I'm sure you saw them, but they yeah, only seen one. <laughs> I, I seen like one or two. But yeah, uh, she she had a a meet and greet in Detroit on the Friday before SummerSlam and was four hours late. That's, I think it was two hours, not four hours. Two. I I heard four hours from like two people, which is crazy, and uh-huh. I and I heard Seth Rollins only. Stay for 45 minutes, which is crazy. Because I saw that line, and the line, I sent you the picture of the line, and that it looked like they were giving away free lotto tickets for a billion dollars. Because you said free, and you said top, two top people, Seth Rollins and Real Ripley. I think everybody from from SummerSlam went there. And Rhea being two, four hours late, and Seth only signed for 45 minutes, there's no way he got to those people. So. Like one, I saw one oh, yeah, person post. One person, one person posted that. Oh, no, all I got was a drive-by from Seth, and it just showed like Seth running down the down the aisle over the the line was. But yeah, I don't know, crazy world, I guess. Yeah, I, I heard. Um, 
when the at least from what I heard, the weather wasn't too bad. Someone said it was like seventy five degrees. Okay. Um, but I heard there was a story that I saw on one on the Mania Club. So please look for them on, on Facebook, Mania Club. But they were saying that they were on the Ria's line, and then they made an announcement. They were like, "Hey, if anyone uh, wants to, I guess, go on Seth's line because she's running late, now to do it." So they go and they went on that line, and then he was only there for forty five minutes. Then by the time they go back to the real line, it was too long. And at that point, they were like, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> so crazy. imagine being there for all those hours and got a big fat donut. Yeah. I mean, it's not the same no more. My, my son used to do all the WrestleMania's with me, and he's gone to the all-access with me. So now when we talk all over the phone and we talk briefly about wrestling or whatever, he's like, oh, how's all-access? I was like, oh, they don't do that anymore. I was like, they do this this version of it. He's like, what? That's stupid. And, everything. and it is. Um, I saw the, um, I can't remember the name. They did something on Friday morning, like a breakfast. Uh, I don't, oh, I don't, like a brunch. Yeah, like it was a brunch. Um, they did two different sessions for it. So I was like, okay, that seems good. It was 150 to go inside and I think 500 for VIP access. I don't, they, it was, hopefully this is not the first time they're going to do this but it wasn't that much details it did say you're going to get, be able to get autographs from the wrestlers um it said if you um wear your mania club um jersey you get two autographs instead of one um and they they gave a brief list of wrestlers not a lot and i, I thought the 500 vip was very expensive and they didn't tell you exactly who but for when i got the idea it's going to be like access I got to see some photos of it. The small list of wrestlers that they gave you was the only ones that showed up, and they split them up. So, for example, there was a group one and a group two. Group one was, I think, Big E, Cody, Otis, Gable, maybe one more person. Uh, and then the second group, I I think I don't think nobody has posted pictures of that. So I don't. It doesn't sound. <laughs> anything like access and it seemed like um i don't know it's, it's I, I hate talking bad about it but it was such a better time i, I and i'm talking to you about this because you've been to many access just like, like i have and it was just so much fun and it was a big experience and you got to meet so many other wrestlers and you had to pay a little extra if you want to meet the top people but you had a great experience of meeting any mid carters or whatever and that, we don't have the opportunity no more. And maybe it's because of the pandemic. So hopefully things will get better. Hopefully this thing that they did on Friday will be even bigger next year for WrestleMania. But, um, yeah, just little tidbits of stories I'm getting from yeah. SummerSlam. Yeah, because I know like years ago, WrestleMania 20, they had a brunch. I, I, it sounds like this brunch was not a part of WWE. It was like part of... Uh, maybe Mania Club and they did that and they arranged it but I remember doing that uh, brunch with uh, WrestleMania 20 and that was a good experience I remember paying like 225 and there was some people there that was like okay and then I remember the Hall of Fame Hall of Fame was awesome because we were there for the 2004 one and I remember like it was being such a small intimate area Yeah. and it's gotten so big and I think, like you said, the access, they need to bring that back. They have to bring that back yeah, because it, it'd be great. It, it was, 
it, it was a journey. Like sometimes you go in there and you couldn't do everything. You couldn't see everyone. You couldn't see everything. But that's why they had multiple days, so you can you know go back and maybe get something else. Yeah, I, I, I um, liked it a lot better than that. Yeah, I, the closest thing we got is not because was um, WrestleMania last year in Dallas that you we both attended. Um, it was the closest feeling you had to to access, even though it was missing the wrestlers, even though they had special meet and greets for a lot of money. <laughs> but like we Undertaker was like two hundred dollars for a picture, two hundred dollars for a photo. Before, I mean, I, I understand time has changed and all that. Okay, but that's fine. You want to meet Undertaker and you want to pay the two hundred dollars or four hundred dollars? That's fine. But where's um Gable or Otis? Like they should have had like little tables with like. Separate signings, but I, like I said, hopefully they'll, they'll change that or something. Because I was at um, Access, I'm not Access, I'm sorry, the Superstore last year for WrestleMania, and the, the person I was with, I had it like, oh, it used to be like I sound like this old time legend wrestling fan. I was like, in the old days, back in my day, <laughs> back in my day, there used to be tables all across this wall, and there'd be a wrestler signing autographs for maybe an hour, hour and a half, and then. If you didn't catch that wrestler, for example, it was Christian. You try to get to Christian. One hour and a half. If you don't get to Christian, he gets up, leaves, and they replace him for Natalia. So it's up to you. Do you want to stay for Natalia? But you got autographs. You got pictures. You met wrestlers. And, yeah, it's the good old days. It's going to get worse because I don't know if you know. (laughs) It's going to get worse because you already know a lot of these – Things that they're doing, they are quote free. It's no longer autographs. It's just like a smile, click, go. Yeah. Smile, click, go. And that's bad, mind you. And that's anyway. I don't want to get started. That's gonna be a whole episode on its own. <laughs> but it is. It's gotten a lot worse, and I think it's going to continue to get worse. I, I, I don't know if you said it or someone said it to me. I think uh, with the company, um, what's the name of that company? Fanatics. Fanatics may be taking full control of autographs and stuff like that, and they may be cutting loose Fetterman Sports. We'll see. Because right now, honestly speaking, Fetterman Sports, my experience with them, uh, mailing, great. Yes. In person, horrible. Yes. I have to say that. I don't like the two-line thing. I, I, I don't get the two-line thing. Maybe you, you, you could be one line for autographs, and then you have to go back on another long line like we did for Undertaker. I'll shout out. Yeah. I will, I will shout our um, payroll out. <laughs> we stood on a line, a very long line, to get his um, to take a picture first, I believe, and then you had to go. If you want his autograph, you had to go back in another line. Like we were, we already saw you. Why? Why I gotta go back in another line? Just right now. Just take the two minutes. One one big humongous yeah. line and get out. That's it. I said I stayed for four hours for an autograph sign. Um, like you said, mailing perfect. I was just talking to Mark about it. Um, I'm not gonna shout out anybody else, but there was another company that had a Cody signing and a mailing signing, and they were charging like two fifty from like let's say one eighty or one sixty to two fifty, depending if it had an inscription for a Cody Rhodes Funko Pop autograph. And I thought that was ridiculous, and I was like, Cody's such a nice guy. I'd rather take my time and wait, be patient, and and go. Fitterman is doing it for a hundred dollars. To be exact, ninety-nine dollars. I was like, wow, that that's that sounds way better than one sixty to two twenty-five to just get a Funko Pop sign. So Fitterman has some things that are reasonable. In person, yes, because this is not the first time 
when we saw Undertaker. There was one at the big event where they did it for Cody. And that line was uncontrollable. And, yeah, so... I don't know who's going to be in charge of autograph signing. If they bring back access, that'd be great. It was three days of meeting wrestlers, different sessions. Bring that back. But I don't know. Yeah, and, I, and let me tell you something. All they have to do is they really want to kind of make the money. They don't need to make access as big. Make it a little smaller. Maybe charge a little bit more. And... You know, and then and maybe do it for like two days versus all you know every single day and have a whole bunch of sessions. But I think they, they definitely need to figure out something. But the Fetterman thing is not working. I hate it. It yeah. was with the, this year when I went to WrestleMania, I had like you said, I had to get online for Rhea for um, her autograph. Then I had to leave my sister online to get the photo with her, so that way I didn't have to wait on the line for another hour and a half. Okay. Yeah. And. And I, and I had to get to the WrestleMania. And I was telling him, like, yo, but, you know, you know, we have to get to WrestleMania, right? You're doing this on the day that we have to get to the show. So anyway, so luckily my sister was there and I was able to get back. And then Rhea saw me again right after that. She was like, oh, I again. But, <laughs> yeah, but I, they need to, I, I hate it. I, I don't care like, for it. I, I, like I said, that WrestleMania last year, the way they had the Superstore would have been, per- I mean, uh, you have to have a separate section. But that would have been perfect for access. Because it had, like, the little museum. Like a Hall of Fame museum of everyone's wardrobe, what we want to see. It had the, the the store clothing everywhere, but it could have been a little section where at least maybe every two hours, six or eight. And and if I'm correct, they were charging to go inside a superstore last year. Were they charging? I believe so. I remember they were. Yeah, yeah. It was one yeah, one, oh, one, one one price, and you could go in every day, but you had to pay. Because they were charging for, yes, for you to look, yes, basically yes, look yes. look at the the wardrobes and the mask and all that. So you we had to pay to go inside a store to look. If it was ten dollars, fifteen dollars, it doesn't matter. I mean, you could easily turn that into Wait. access and have some wrestlers there. Just to be clear, I think it wasn't that you had to pay to go to the store. I think you had to pay to see certain things in the store, like the Undertaker's Cemetery. Uh, no, that was that was separate. Uh, that was separate because I that I, was separate too. Yeah, jeez, I don't remember. Okay. No, no, yeah, because I, I remember I, I had a, we we had to pay to go inside to the store, and then I was gonna go to the Undertaker thing, the graveyard, and they was like, no, you have to pay extra. And I was like, oh, the person I was with was kind of new to it, so I was like, you, it's a good experience. I've seen it already, but it's a good experience. And I think it was, I don't know, twenty twenty five dollars each person, and we, and that person was like, you know what, it's not worth it. It's not gold. And I was like, okay, whatever. But yeah, that, that that was, I think it was only that one that was um extra. Oh no, that was extra and to sit down with um Alexa, Alexa Bliss's doll. Alexa Bliss's doll and on the screen. To take, a, to take a photo with that too, that was separate too. So you got, you guys are making your money. You could have had some mid-cardists signing autographs. Or, or at least photos on the side. Let Undertaker charge $200. But at, if you're already charging for all of this, I keep on saying Gable's name. Gave on Otis on the side next to the C4 drinks, taking pictures. Something. Anyway, back to SummerSlam. Like you said, we can have a, <laughs> we can have, definitely have a whole episode of talking about misconduct of autograph signings and meet and greets and everything. But um, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, um, women's match, triple threat. I was gonna say Shayna Baszler. Uh, she's stuck in my head. Um, Charlotte, <laughs> Bianca. 
Asuka. And the heavyweight champion, Asuka. Um, I can't remember who I had to win this match. I thought it would be Charlotte. And then in the last minute, I was going to Asuka's going to retain it. I don't know why I decided that. But I did not expect... I expected something with the money in the bank, but those are the people I thought was going to win, and then something was going to happen. Bianca winning it, and as everybody knows, we got a cash-in from Sky. Um, awesome, and I think it's going to drive Bianca crazy, because she finally got her, her title back, that she's been complaining that she hasn't had a rematch, and she just wants a rematch, and she wants her title back, she deserves it, she earned it, blah, 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 and she got it, she won it, and lost it. <laughs> So I think that's going to drive her a, li- a little mad or a little crazy. We might get an evil heel turn from Bianca. But, yeah, that was a good thing of um, seeing um, Sky winning that belt. And I love that um, even though I think Bailey came out of character, unless this is just we're, we're miss, um, seeing things right now. She I stood away. She, she wasn't Christian from AEW. And like took over the spotlight, <laughs> which I expect I expect that to happen soon. But yeah, it was like, nope, I'm gonna stand back, and like this is you, this is your thing, do your thing, go go on top of that turnbuckle, go look at the camera. You, I don't want not, I'm not gonna be in no shots. It's all about you, and I like that. So it was much respect for Bailey and everybody that was part of that. Yeah, I was telling as I was watching, I was like, Yo's going to cash in tonight. I already knew that. I was like, Yo's going to cash in. And then the I give that match like a B minus, maybe a B plus. Um, because with Bianca winning, that was like a, I thought Oscar was going to keep it and Oscar was going to lose it. But for Bianca to win it, and also I think she actually did get hurt. I don't know if it was story or real, which is a good thing. Cool. But she got hurt. Uh, um, Bianca, because uh, Charlotte oh. throws her over the turnbuckle, she okay. lands, she hits the step, and then she, I think she hurt her knee, and she was cursing and crying, but then she comes back, you know, she pulled the Mick Foley, went back into the ring, yeah. did her little uh, move there, and then I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> so I got respect for Bianca for that, and then, you know, the, the quick pin, I was like, right, awesome, like, then there goes the music, I was like, there goes the eel. One, two, three, new champion. I was yelling and screaming. I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Yes. I like it. I, I like it, too. It was great stuff. And now we have our main event. Tribal Combat. This was a whole hum. I'm sorry. This was a whole oh, I, 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 I'm sorry. I, I, you know me. I love the Bloodline story. It's three years in the making, blah, 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 blah. I didn't like it at all. First, I, had- think the, I don't know. Was, I, I, let me, before we get to talk about the match. Do you think it's because of the length of the show, or do you think that the crowd was dead by the time they got there? Because I, I found the crowd to be I, very. Dead. I heard the, the crowd was dead the whole entire time. Once again, I, I like I said, it was late. I I'm definitely. I promise. I swear to our audience and whoever's listening to, I'm, go, <laughs> I'm going to watch SummerSlam again tomorrow, maybe tonight if I have time, because I definitely want to watch um, Collision and Heels. Um, I think the second episode from season two, and I missed it. And it's a great wrestling TV show. If you love wrestling, you should watch it. Heels on the stars. But yeah, anyway, I'm going to watch SummerSlam again, maybe tonight, tomorrow, to give everything uh, another second chance. Because, yeah, I was kind of dozing off. It was late. Um, The crowd wasn't really into it. Um, And just, I don't know, just, you had Roman on on ESPN saying that the entire family was going to be there. Maybe he meant they were going to be there backstage. 
because they they weren't there. I expected to see Rakishi, his dad, his uncle, so, something there to be like, oh, the elders are here. They, I don't know what happened. This is the second time that they have announced somehow that the elders, the family is going to be there. That's the reason the Rock rumors were coming out because you just said that on ESPN nationwide that the entire family is going to be there. Okay, the Rock is going to come and he's going to disagree with who the tribal chief is. Or even not, just have some kind of family there. You didn't. There wasn't there. There wasn't a stage, a big summer stand stage for them to stand at. So maybe that, that, that was a cause of it. But the match was okay. Um, I could have saw that in SmackDown. Um, the ending pissed me off. Um, we, we, I guess we had our surprise, um, can't say return because you only missed a week on SmackDown, but Jimmy came and they were like, who's that? I, I fuck it. I don't, you're not tricking me. I know who that is. So stop your shit. I know who that is under the handkerchief and the hood and everything. It's, it's Jimmy and everything. And I, what I had to say was why? And I knew, I know there's a stupid saying of why Jimmy, why? But no, it's all reality now. Why? Like. You hate Roman more than anybody. Jay still has mixed feelings. You can still see Jay. Jay could turn like this and join back on Roman. Jimmy hates him more than anybody. More than Cody. More than anybody. And you interrupted your brother. So now we're going to go with what? The jealousy? Um, You only became a star because I got injured. So because I got injured, you became the right-hand man. Um, I got injured because of you. I... It sounds stupid. Why don't you let your brother win and then attack him on the next SmackDown and be like, I, I, you're only the tribal chief because I am. Or, or, or finish it a different way. And then if you want to do the brother thing, I hate the whole brother thing. I've been talking about this since the first episode of our, our podcast. I hate the whole brother thing. Leave that for everybody else, or the Hardys and everybody to do. I don't. I, the Uso should have been the only brother tag team besides the Young Bucks so far. That don't break up or have a fucking fight. Some people are excited about this and they're saying this is going to be the best brother battle we're going to have. I don't care for it. Especially with the bloodline. You Roman needs to take a break? Fine. Flip the spot with somebody else. And now Jay has been betrayed by somebody else. This, I mean, the poor guy has been betrayed by everybody he says hi to. He should become the new thing. Paint his face and start how. Hanging out in the balcony because he can't trust nobody no more. Like, <laughs> it, it, make, it makes no sense now. And now, basically, that's what we're going to have now. The bloodline story is Jimmy and Jay. Roman's going to take a little break. And whenever this story ends, because now it's definitely payback. After after payback or maybe Royal Rumble, I don't know how long this break is. Because you have the titles. You have to defend the titles. I don't understand this. It's supposed to be 30 days and everyone forgot about that rule. So, like Roman had, they, like they said, the, the last time Roman had a one-on-one fight for the title was at WrestleMania. We're in August. WrestleMania was in April. He hasn't really defended that title. He had a whole bunch of tag team matches, title matches, or whatever matches he had at tag team. He hasn't really defended that title until now. So, how long is he going to disappear again without defending a title? Like, I'm sorry, I understand it's part of the story. He has to, he has to fight or take away the title. And right now, there's no story for him because the main story with him was with Jay or Jimmy, and now they're too busy battling each other. So Roman's just chilling until the, his cousins could work things out. 
and then he can fit himself in some situation. Um, with that also being said, I would you, let me, go. You know, before I, I run off. Yeah, I was just gonna say, do you think it's a, a ploy? Okay, story, not not you know whatever the case is. A ploy to get Roman's defenses down. So Jimmy is acting as like you just said. He you know I hate uh, Roman, and then all of a sudden he turns on and he fights with Jay. But this is all part of a bigger plan to get Roman. No, <laughs> no, I think it's, this, this this is what I'm pissed off at. I. Even though Paul Heyman said we're only at the bottom of the third, which um, I forgot what, what pay-per-view was it, where Roman said we're only at the second inning. I, I th- oh, so that was, I think, it's, was that the, uh, WrestleMania, I want to say. Was it WrestleMania? Yeah, it was WrestleMania. Cause, yeah. um, so we're looking at a- were, a- April or May. Were... April or May, he said we're at the second inning. Now we're in August. Paul Heyman says the bottom of the third. There's, seven, there's nine innings in baseball, seventh innings in softball. I don't know what sport they're playing, but that means we got a long way to go. I, I don't think the ninth inning is in, in WrestleMania. We're only in the third inning now. So, I don't know. I I think this is just about two brothers now fighting. It has nothing to do with we're going to trick Roman. Um, I truly believe it's going to be Roman versus Cody Part 2 at WrestleMania. So, where does Cody go from now after beating Brock? That whole Bray Wyatt story would, would, coming back was kind of perfect because um, I've heard it um, I, from a great podcaster, Sam Roberts. He 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 um on his podcast he broke it down of why it should be Bray Wyatt, basically because it's the same thing. He's his father was in the business, and basically his father had a was under Dusty Rhodes and had to make Dusty Rhodes look good. So he's like, I'm not gonna do that for you. It's the last time at Wyndham is gonna be be lower than uh than our, our roads. So anyway, so that would be a great story to, to go on. We still have time for that. I would love to see where Cody goes because we know it's going to be hard times from now to April for Cody. But back to the bloodline, yeah, I just... now you, And you have Solo standing where? Because... Uh, yeah, you, you, have yes, Solo, uh, you have Solo just standing there clueless. You have Paul Heyman somehow going to be part of this story because you're not going to take Paul, Paul Heyman off the TV. He's going to be the eyes and ears for Roman. And then you just have two brothers fighting. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't want that. You've talked about it a couple uh, of times that, that you wanted Jimmy, that you thought Jimmy was going to turn and everything. I never wanted it. I, I still don't want it. Um, I'm, so, I'm so glad Collision is getting better. So I have something to look forward to, because because I'm not looking forward to right now of this brother thing. Maybe because I don't have a brother, I don't know. But I just don't care about them fighting and the story where it's gonna go. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely gonna kind of buy time for Roman. Roman is gonna be. I'm sure he'll be back by uh, October. See, I'm sure so, that, that's the key word right now. When you said buy time. It's a three year story. What more time are we buying? And we're not even sure it's going to end in April. Like, I read one article. It, it said, um, and I, there's a, when, I, when I read articles or tell you what I read, I don't read, tell you guys everything. I, I have, like, two places that I, I feel like they're as legit as possible. So this is the only reason I say these things. 
because they're pretty good wherever they get their stuff from. Um, this is a little far-fetched, a little maybe, but um, Roman has 100% say about his story and title run right now. That he would keep that belt as long as he wants. And he chooses who he's going to drop the title to. That's a lot of power and all of that. And all I have to say is he's doing a great job so far. I, we all wish we would see more more title defenses. But he is making stars out of the Usos and Solo. And Cody's been uh, Cody's been bigger than ever right now. Everyone thought like by, by now... They're like, oh, Cody's doing great, but by six months, we're all going to boo him, hate him, and, and he's going to get the John Cena treatment. Nope. Or oh, let me sound like uh, LA Knight. Nana. <laughs> so, no. um, No. He, he's bigger and hotter right now than anything. He's he's ready to fight Roman, but we have to wait till April. But like I said, we're not even sure if that's going to happen. It's it's the obvious one to win. But um, we're not even sure if that the, the bloodline story ends at April. So now I, to buy time, ah. I, I know at some point like this dynasty of Roman has it has to end because all they're doing right now is the people on SmackDown, which we've talked about before in prior shows, are hurting. Like they don't have a belt. Like what is their goal for uh, AJ Styles? What's the goal for Karrion Cross? What's their goal right now? They don't have a goal other than. I'm going to sit here and feud with you and, and fight with you, but not really have, a, you know, any intention. So they have to end it sooner than later. I hope they end it. Honestly speaking, my opinion, I hope that they end it by Roy Rumble. No. And then have Roman do a comeback. I, I, listen, I know. Yeah. I, I, they, no, because he's going to be money. I, you know, yeah. my goal as a fan be like, hey, let him lose it yeah. and then let him go for it again. But they're so far into the story. It's like, you know, they sold down in that rabbit hole. When do you get off? When do you stop? And no one knows. Yeah, my my maybe Roman knows. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure he's he's probably the only one that knows. My logic would be WrestleMania, Philadelphia, only because of what we're going through the story with Cody Rhodes of hard time. It's Philadelphia. We got the whole Rocky story going on. He's he's gonna be the underdog. He he already fought Roman. <laughs> he I'm sorry. He just he fought Roman already. You can't beat Roman. You can't. It's a rematch just to lose again in front of everybody. You're a big letdown, and he overcomes the win. But just because they're treating Roman like he's a god, the record to break, he has to keep the belt for like three more years. So so I'm just like, are we really going to do this? Listen, anything is possible in the WWE. No, no, no. I, I, I'm sure. So that's, that's the part that I'm worried about because I really want to see Cody to win. Now, not to mention I'm going to be there. But... I, I I really want to see Co- I, re- I really want to see Cody win, and I really want him to be the one that beats because, you know, Roman. But if Roman's planning or WWE's planning to have Roman break all records, then yeah, this is only the third inning with a rain delay, because we're gonna be here for a while. Because <laughs> yeah, my thing is too is like whoever you put up against Roman, give me a second. Yeah. Anyone that you pick against Roman, Roman is going to be, it's going to make the other person look bad. Like, if he were to fight Karrion Cross, which they kind of had that in the very beginning, exactly. Karrion Cross versus Roman. And that just disappeared. But, but, yeah, but now with that aspect, like, okay, so whoever you put against Roman, you know is going to lose. And if Cody 
let's say hypothetically, let's say he doesn't make it to WrestleMania, it's Roman versus Cody, and let's say hypothetically they go, you know what, we're going to keep the belt on Roman. What effect does that have on the character and the person of Cody Rhodes? Not like in real life, just about the, the character. What impact does that have each time he goes and defeats AJ Styles or Karrion Cross or whoever else he goes against? What does that impact to them? Yeah, no, so no, no. My thing I, is, I get, I get what you're saying. If if, if if WrestleMania 40 is Cody versus Roman, Cody has to win. If Cody loses, yeah, it hurts his image. I don't care how much we love him and how much um babies he kisses on the way and shakes um hands and gives away his weight belt and everything. No. That rematch has to be Cody. Roman cannot win Cody again, especially if Cody's the new I hate to say it, John Cena or whatever. Cody has to win the rematch. If not, he does not fight at WrestleMania. And I don't want to see I want to see a good story with that. I don't want to see Cody win the Royal Rumble again. The Royal Rumble winner should be challenging for the world title. Should not be challenging Roman. So I don't want to see Cody winning the Royal Rumble all over again. Unless they're going to do the hard time. And Cody comes in at number one and lasts all the way to the ending. I mean, just start a story and and Roman accepts it and that's it. Whoever wins the Royal Rumble goes after whoever's holding the world title by then. But yeah. But I guess like, I mean, I think Cody would have to win the Royal Rumble because... Uh, that or Elimination Chamber. It has to be one of those two matches. But because if he does win the Royal Rumble, that opens him to pick any challenger. While Elimination Chamber, I don't think it's any one. It's a particular title. Okay, so I'll take, so I'll, I'll take Elimination. Cody, I'll take Elimination. If, if that if that's the case, like what you just said right now, I'll take Cody winning Elimination. I don't want to see him winning Royal Rumble two years in a row. Even if he's number one. But then... But he's on Raw. See, because elimination, like, if he wins it, then I think by default he'll get Seth Rollins. Like, if, if it happened today, I think in default he'll get Seth Rollins because he's a Raw star. He can't choose brand. Right. Roy Rumble, you can choose brand. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We gotta figure something out. We'll send a text out to the, for one of the writers. But, um, yeah, it's just... If if that go if that happens and, and Cody's like number one, we're like we're all going to be like then the Roy, for me the Royal Rumble is ruined because there's no more guessing. It's like because we knew, when when Cody came out number thirty it was like okay it's a wrap Cody's winning this Royal Rumble I don't care how long he's gonna fight he's winning this if if there's no um crazy decisions and Cody's in the Royal Rumble and the winner's going to fight Roman or the champion whatever. And, and Cody comes number one. First words that are going to come out of my mouth is hard times. He's going to last 61, 62 minutes. He's going to be the last one standing and win and challenge Roman the next day. And it's it's given. I like somehow to be a little surprised. I won't be surprised if if Cody's number one because I'm going to be like, Cody's going to win it. That's why I'll take a Mansion okay. Chamber. Okay, and the last of the topic, because I know we're about done here, but there was also, uh, I was on Google, I think it was, and they were saying that Rhea Ripley also broke that 30-day rule of the championship. Yeah. Which I, the first thing that came in my head, I was like, like, you know something? She has been on NXT, like, almost every week now. She's doing wrong. She's doing these other appearances, signings. I said, this woman, at this point, 
she needed the night off from from wrestling and doing the main event. She'll fight the next one, or she'll fight on Monday. But yeah, yeah. I mean, she the when she fought on NXT was it for the title? No, I think she just did a she did like, yeah. was it uh, Valkyrie? She fought Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah. Like a week ago or two weeks ago. Yeah, I know that, but, but that it was wasn't like a regular match. A regular match. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And she hasn't really been on no pay-per-views since she fought Natalia. So, like, yeah, I've always been saying this. It's another uh, pay-per-view without uh, Rhea in it. I don't know what's going on with that. But um, since we brought up Rhea, let's talk about... Um, not really talk about, but just something we haven't said. Um, Dominic. Dom Dom. Dirty Dom, whatever. Um, big congratulations. Shout out to him. He made event three shows in one week. He made event Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. Not that many people could say that they've done that. So I think he was the first. I think he's the, he first, the first first, and maybe maybe the last. That's a yeah. big that's a big achievement. Um, wrestling news besides talking about SummerSlam, um, Bobby Roode is um, he, he's I, not, I guess he's not wrestling because he um, got promoted. I'll tell you right now. Give me one second. Uh yeah, Robert Roode has been promoted to a backstage producer. So he won't I'm assuming he won't be wrestling, he'll be producing backstage, helping out with the show. So congrats to him. Um I think that's it. Any shout outs? Uh my usuals, which is I uh, get kills the world. Please check them on Facebook and the Hearts of Reality, which they do have a special event coming up in December. Like it goes all again toward uh Hearts of Reality. I'm oh, sorry, the because the world and yeah that's it for the moment I had one earlier and been out of my head okay no problem um, let's give a shout out since we talked about them a couple of times today the Mania Club they do um, good things uh, um, Lucharitos uh, they have a couple of locations in Long Island it's a great um, wrestling and Mexican food collided together um, and like I always say, Wrestling Universe, located in Queens, they had an awesome signing meet and greet today with the Hardy Boys, and they have a couple of other great signings coming up. Check them out. And besides that... Did you do that one at all? No, I couldn't make it today. I, I got stuck with my yeah. niece and nephew, and some other crazy errands, and by the time I finished everything, I had one more hour left for the signing, for the meet and greet, and I, it was in Queens, Sunday traffic, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to take a chance. But yeah, I nah. I missed okay. that one. But um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Until next week, everyone, have a safe rest of Sunday that you have, and see you guys all soon. Take care.